Sports Report in the house today. It's Friday. It's beautiful. I got all my guys with me this week. Todd's back. And uh, we got Dex over there doing what he do. Always. And, uh, you know, I'm T-Bird. I almost forgot to tell you who I was, y'all. Y'all might thought I was, you know, some good-looking guy or something. And Todd's been drinking? <laughs> Come on, man. And Todd's been drinking. Oh, uh, man, we got a lot of sports on the agenda this weekend, guys, starting uh, tonight with uh, Todd. You got our high school roundup. I do. I do. Um, so we got Cass and Willing tonight. This Cass is uh, homecoming, um, and I think they scheduled correctly because, I mean, I don't think Willing has the talent or or um, the coaching staff to beat Cass. At this present time, Cass has scored – 130 points in the past three games. So they got it rolling just in time to get ready for Cartersville next week. So shout out to the Cavs boys. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all will pull it out tonight. Um, but what, what is it, an arms race? They put up 100 and something points? 130 points in the past three games. This is basketball. Who Cavs has? Yeah. <laughs> 40, 40, 50. Just blowouts. Um, yeah, just, just been killing it. So um, they obviously they've put it together. So we just um I don't think Willing can compete with the with the talent that they have. So um Cass, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh Cass better uh, you know, they might have be done put up 140 points and they better get it all out the system now because come next week, yeah, it's gonna be a, probably ain't gonna happen. It's gonna be a lot more, harder next week. More blobs than a perm shop. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um Adairsville is um they play Lafayette tonight and Lafayette is one and four. Lafayette? Um, Lafayette. Lafayette. L A F A Y E T T E. Yeah. Heck, it's Lafayette. Just who cares we about from that? Here, man. Good God almighty. <laughs> Everybody say Lafayette. Just say Lafayette there. Just normal, go normal people say Lafayette, but we can go with hey man, whatever delusion y'all want to go with. That's them Col- that, that's some Colorado people, Todd. You got you can't be that. I, I, first off, I I, I, I want to address and compliment you on pro- uh, properly pronouncing Colorado okay. because so many other times uh, you call it Colorado, and I've never said anything until all right. So just to preface this, before we got onto the podcast, I was complaining about the the announcers on a game mentioning Colorado, but they called it Colorado. And I, I complain <laughs> that they everybody constantly, you know, fucks up that name. And and look at this dude. He's correcting his 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 T's and P's and Q's and stuff before he gets on air. So I just want to pay you that compliment. So I think we're good for the year. No more compliments for the rest of the year for you. Need me to give you my cash app number? Uh, I, I, can, <laughs> I can give you a bag full of middle fingers. How's that? <laughs> and it's good. You're not you're not correct in Lafayette. I tell you. Tell him, Todd. Tell him. But um, so Adairsville should pull it out tonight, um, and they should they should win by uh big numbers. Let's go to the big game, Cartersville versus Calhoun. Um, Calhoun has our four and one on the season. They only have one loss, and which is to Blessed Trinity. We all know that's Cartersville's kryptonite in the playoffs. No doubt. Um. So we will see what happens tonight. I believe the Hurricanes will pull it out, uh, but I do expect for Calhoun to be uh, well-prepared, well-coached, and to give Carville a run for their money. And a run for their money means they'll get beat by two touchdowns. Just, so, just, just for that, I'm going to cheer on Calhoun. <laughs> well, you know, Todd, we was talking <laughs> off-air that, 
you know, uh, Coach Hal Lamb went up there a number of years ago. He yeah. came from Cartersville, Cartersville's OC. And I call Calhoun the Cartersville of the North because he pretty much made that program uh, in the image of Cartersville. That's Colors, right. style, everything. Yep. Um, I can remember going to play Calhoun my junior year in high school, and it was a, it was a mirror because we pretty much ran the same offense, right, right, same defense. We were just going at it, and 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 the jerseys, the uniforms were a lot alike. Yeah, they just black and gold. We purple and gold. Yeah, yeah. But he 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 knew the the pick it that that gold aesthetic. That's right. You know what I mean? So, uh, shout out to Hal Lamb. Yeah, he was a good coach. He was a good coach. Not sure how the coaching is now. Yeah, uh, but. I know we're aware of Coach Calhoun. If you if, if he's not doing the job, he wouldn't be there. There you go. Uh, because there they you. are considered a powerhouse in Northwest Georgia, in uh, Georgia period. So that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> well, I got. tell us, you know, and you know, Car- Todd, you be at most of the Cartersville games. Tell us what to expect from from what you've saw seen so far this year. Um, heavy run game with Cartersville first. Um, and you can – the main thing is this. The defense is amazing. Uh, All right. You're going to get a heavy dose of the run game, and then you're going to get the play actions uh, for the quarterback to open up the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to expect for him to throw the ball no no more than 20 times, and that might be exceeding mm-hmm. uh, expectations for him. But you're going to get a heavy dose of the run game, whether it's, it's power – power running or, you know, they run jet sweeps, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. you're going to get it from different angles because they got different backs and athletes that can do it all. And another thing I want to ask you too, you know, uh, you know, we've talked in the past about teams don't huddle today. Mm-mm. So I, ain't, I, I'm not wanting you to say what, I want you to give an example of what, when teams look to the sideline, the linemen are looking at what and for what, and the quarterback and the running backs are looking for what and for what. So the linemen don't look. Okay. They just get set. The The play call is in whatever the quarterback's saying. So, for instance, let's say we're running uh, Texas Vandy Purple. Okay. All right. So Texas is for the linemen. That's to let you know that we're pass blocking. Vandy is the play for the wide receivers. Uh with that, the running back knows he has to get on the power side because it's purple to block. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's a pass play, and you have two the interior receiver slots. They'll run five yard outs. The outside guys they'll run goals, and that's that's Vandy purple, and that's a play that comes down from the high school all the way down to our fifth grade team. Okay. So what what I mean is like, okay. Texas always means pass block. Always and, means. And what you know for another team, uh, a Thelma could mean pass block, yeah. right? So we would we the high school they give hand, hand signals. Okay. So um, it's like uh, Texas they'll touch the top of the head. Okay. All right, and then we'll call the the Vandy play so double V's. Oh, he do yep. like that. Yep. The with, coach with would do like fingers. that. Yep. Okay. And then we'll go. Uh, We'll go right side. We'll tap the right side of our, our shoulder, okay. which means purple. That's the strong side. Okay. And if we do the left side, that's gold. That's the left side. Left side. Yep. Okay. And, and if we if we need the audible, and say they bring in the blitz, we'll tap our thighs like this, which means all slants. So you'll have a 
the wide out go uh five yard slant and slant and in. the um the, the inside slots they go three yards so you can get it quickly. Okay. Or, or three step. I mean not three yards, but three step slants. And the quarterback's first read on that is who? That corner. He's he's reading the corner the whole time. Okay. Because if the corner takes the uh the slot, he he throws it deep to okay. he hits him he hits him on a dime in between the corner and that safety. Okay. okay. All right. If the corner drops, he hit the five yard out. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you kind of explained that because you know, this is a new type of football. Yeah. Because, you know, before, especially in my years of high school, we huddled every play. And the plays were a lot more simpler. You know, you 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 use more numbers. Yeah. And so, and before we move on, if you call a running play, how would you how would you dissect that? So running plays for linemen, they don't have only time linemen know not to run block is when they say Texas. Okay. All right. So we would go. Let's say we would go. Um, we would go robber, which is our set. Okay. And that's just we bring a, a fullback or a tight end in. Okay. And he plays like that sniffer position. Yeah. Right behind the guard of the tackle. Okay. Um, and we would go robber Georgia purple. So Georgia, the linemen are the the guard on the other side purple. Since his right side, strong side, he knows that he has to pull. pull. He's leading okay. the running back into the hole. And purple, how do he know what hole? Oh, he knows. He he lead blocking. It'll be the it'll be the four to six hole. Oh, okay. Whichever one, whichever one he, he goes in. Whichever one opens up. Okay. That's he, what he's leading. Get to. out. Yep. Because we got to have those options. So I'll give you one more example. We run a play called Bama Purple. Yeah, where and it just tells you how how advanced this is. Now. I'm telling you. Um, but Wait a minute, Bama Purple. Yeah, I knew a hooker by that same name. <laughs> Good God Almighty! Uh, <laughs> All right, so Bama Purple, the quarterback is reading the end on the backside. Yeah. So we run purple to the right. Say that backside uh, end crash down on the running back. Mm. My quarterback is going to pull it, and either he can run. Or he has the option to throw it to that slot receiver. Okay. Because the slot, oh, both slots do bubble routes just because we got an option within this play. All right. So it's so quick that if he pull it, either he going to immediately run or he'll throw the option. Okay. Yeah. And um, so we got three plays in one. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not, you remember in the old days, you would go all uh, even numbers to the right, all odd numbers to the left. Yeah. And okay. If you, like back, old play back in the day was um uh, uh 724F trap. Yeah. Okay. So you got the halfback, which is the two, yeah, going through the five hole, and it's a trap blocking. That's right. Okay. So now what he does is when they run, whichever hole opens is the one he runs through. Yeah. He don't even know which one it's gonna be. Well, you got it. He know it's four or six. Okay. But it's whatever opens up. Okay. He know he better not hit the two or right. he better not bounce. Okay. All right. But you right there between that four and six hole. Okay. And you, you got that option because you're really just following the lead blocker. And once you get to that second level, you better bounce and go. Yeah. Score. Yeah. Hey, I I think I, I'm just going to do a little throwback, but I think I've seen this one of your players. On the price is right. He picked the right door and ran through. I remember this episode. Got himself a Ford Taurus. 
All right, I'm just throwing that out there. What's so, that do got anybody to do? know what he talking what, about? What is he? I mean, what that got to do with what we talking about? Y'all talked about going through the right hole. And I just remember, I just, I don't know, I just got on a Plinko tip. And then I was thinking about prizes, trips to Italy. And I remember a dude. Got a Ford Taurus. So. What was you drinking? Some of that Pappy Van Winkle? I think um, you've been drinking that Pappy, ain't it? I think you're a little too young to know what I've been drinking. Oh my so God. I brought a good tequila today. I'm, and he's that Pappy Van Winkle, well, boy. Smoke says I need to be on a mixture of Sudafed and NyQuil <laughs> like him. He's uh, going through a little cold. So uh, our best wishes to him. So uh, Speaking of smoke, we got anybody else tuning in there? Uh, we had somebody else. Uh, she dropped out real quick. But, uh, but yeah, we got. We got our man smoke. That's that's our only audience we need. So. Yeah, yeah. So, smoke, yeah, yeah. smoke. So so Todd, you know, and I'm I'm glad that I brought that up because, like I say, for, to, for the lay fan, you know, he he or she, they 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 like what what are they doing? Why don't they huddle? Yeah. You know, so there you have it. That's why because, they, not, and it gets the playoff quicker too. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, and that's what you you really got to play with pace, um, especially at that level. Yeah, now, it really keeps the defenses on their feet because they don't know how to set up. And they can't make a lot of subs. It, it Bingo. Give right. less and less time to uh, to make the proper decisions. Right. So, yep. yeah. so, yeah, I'm you know, and I've always wanted, you know, because, you know, I'm old throwback coach. And, uh, of course, when, when I was coaching the game, we didn't have we didn't do nothing like that now i did give my uh i had a smart quarterback one time and you might know his, his name was christian allen did you ever know chris he played football for cartersville yeah i know the, i know the name and he's he, a little bit older than me but yeah, yeah and he he played for me in 12 and under okay and christian was my quarterback so because i recognized that he was a very intelligent kid i would give him the option to change the play when we seen a certain defensive formation right and uh he did that one game check from a run to a pass and we scored a touchdown yeah and i'll never forget that because you know it, of course we use the moniker blue you know yeah. okay if if you see this uh, uh actually we went red if you see this i want you to automatically check to that because that means it's there and he went uh, red, I forget whatever number we use. And you remember Stephen Gardner? Yeah, Stephen. Yep. Stephen was my receiver, and we checked to that, and he threw Stephen a a bomb. It was more of a like a maybe a twenty yard slant and touchdown dogs. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it. I was so happy because they were twelve years old, right? You know <laughs> what I mean? And and, right. and they both recognized what we had worked on in practice. So, you, you, you know, people don't understand what all goes, all the thinking that goes into a football game, all the situations, um, you know, and, and it's the, it can be the smallest thing that can spring a big play. Yeah. And, and mo what the most people don't realize, Todd, when you got that blitzing linebacker coming in, and if that running back don't get him, that can kill that play. That's right. But if he pick up that blitzing linebacker, yeah, you got that big play. That's right. Nobody's in the middle. Yeah, and I, right. And I, and I don't know what most most teams now they try to in the odd league anyway they try to run a four four. But what they don't know is they put themselves at a disadvantage because your your middle linebackers can't drop. Right. Otherwise they can't defend the run. Right. Um. 
But what I can do is I can spread you out and I can run scenes with my two inside guys yeah. and then run out or maybe send another guy with a scene and then have the other one come back. And the pressure's on the safety. He got to pick one or the other. Right, right. All right. Got to pick one or the other, and then it's wide open. So, oh man, it, that, I've been that, killing them this year. Dog. I bet. <laughs> and see that that stuff, you know, Dick. That's so interesting because uh, that's why football coaches are uh, they in the film room uh, till three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because they trying to get their game play. Okay, just say you had this big game you won. Uh-huh. We just won a big game. Okay. Uh, uh, just say Arthur Smith, the Falcons, just won a big game. Okay, we hoopling and hollering on Sunday, but I guarantee you, late that night, he probably in his office watching film. Yeah. And then when he called in his coaches that next morning, they they trying he already started working on game plan for the next game. Oh, I, I watched the interview with Arthur Smith um like a couple nights ago, and he said as soon as he got on the plane from Detroit. He was watching film like they get it they get it back that fast now. They they as soon yeah. as he hopped on the plane. To leave, he was watching film on his way back. That's right. I mean, it's so much preparation. When you hear players talk about, you know, I feel like we prepared well this week, blah, 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 blah. It, it's so much stuff that goes on. And, and, and when you look at the high school level, and Todd, even with, with your fifth grade team, with, with that, so that tells you right there, that's not daddy coaching. Right. That's, that's you getting some expert coaching for these kids in today's game. Yeah, I mean, they everything the middle school and high school had to do as coaches, we had to do. Right. So the conferences, uh, the getting to know the plays, all that stuff, they took us through because they truly believed that, you know, once you get to seventh, eighth grade, you're going to be ready to play, and it's going to be seamless. It's just like clockwork. It, it's you know it's I mean? just like clockwork. It's automatic. And uh, Smoke, I know you're out there, and that just, that just gives you a little hit in – uh, the way Cartersville High School prepares. That's why we're so good every year. That's why we them dudes. That's why we them boys That's right. every year because our boys getting it from the age of 10 on up. That's right. That's right. And and it ain't sweet. You know, we run, we run my team. We run more than the middle school. Yeah. Is this, you know a, I mean? is this the same Cartersville High School that sent 12 players to the NFL? Yes, sir. Okay, I just wasn't sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 thanks, thanks for the clarification. Hey, appreciate that <laughs> shout out, man. All right, guys. Hey, and I, we hope you learned them from, something from that little segment, guys. And, and anytime you got, you know, some information you want to get to us, ask us questions, all right? When we get back, we're going to go to some college football. We had some great games last weekend. Let's do Stay it. tuned. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm at 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, Call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. 
We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470-909-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. All right, we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird, Todd, and my boy Dick over there been drinking that Pappy Van Winkle, and he just saying stuff <laughs> right off the boat. We don't, Me and Todd looking at each other like, what is this cat? I mean, what, what's going on with him? So, uh, Todd, we got, you know, we had a hell of a college football weekend last week. Uh, you know, uh, Colorado, and you know, we big Dion fans, but they got yeah. the door smoked. Yeah, they did. And and everybody kind of uh, figured that they would lose, but I don't know if everybody figured it would be like that. I mean, they, they were totally outmatched. Yeah, um, I think Oregon showed that they were just more physical, bigger. You know, they they had played together longer. Right. Um, all that stuff that matters in football kind of showed. Um, so hopefully, Dion can. You know, I'm not saying he's gonna win this week, but let's be competitive. Yeah, be, you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's, let's have a little bit more want to. Can- I need to know why you guys brought this up because I just got out of a 72, 72 hour psych hold because of this game. Why did y'all bring this up? Are you trying to hurt my feelings? I just had a good cry over this game. Ain't you drinking that pappy over there? Well, I, I mean, I'm well, keep, drinking, but I, just what keep I'm drinking. saying is, y'all, it hurt my feelings to watch that game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine <laughs> it, it hurt mine too. And, and, but Dion knew that. What, what does he always say? He's Coach Prime said we still seven or eight dogs away, so yeah. I don't know if he knew that it would happen like that. But this is this is you know what I like, and just some moments from the game. Number one, Shador didn't really have a chance to throw the ball. Nah, not really. Because that tells you right there up front they ain't there yet. Not yeah, for no. not for teams like Oregon. Mm-hmm. So. But the the thing that that I liked the most was Dan Lanning, Oregon's head coach. He tried to throw shade without throwing shade. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At, he's okay, about but it. you know, Coach Prime didn't go for it. He he didn't go for the bait. He stayed classy and everything. Of course, Lanning came back and said how much he respects Coach Prime, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it wasn't really talking about that. But he was talking about that. Yeah, I mean, he, he knew the camera was on him. When they was at halftime, well, he, he put the camera on them because right. the camera usually is not in their locker room. Oh, there you go. Pre-game. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. that was all pre-planned, and that's fine because you do whatever you have to do to get your team ready to play. So I ain't right. mad at him with that. But I love the way Colorado, Colorado, <laughs> he got me scratching now. I love the way that they've handled the loss. Yeah, me too. Todd, so me too. what are your too. thoughts? I, and I think Prime said it in the interview that, you know, get him while you can because he he he's he coming. coming. Yeah, you know he's I mean? coming. He's still 
like you said, eight to ten dollars away. Um, but all in all, this whole situation from uh Travis Hunter being getting hit uh-huh. and knocked out the game to losing big to Oregon to Oregon. Uh-huh. They Sh- just they just handled it with class. I, I know a lot of people don't like the Shadur putting his wrist up with yeah. the well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, today's, that's, com- that's, that's competition. That's right. And that's today's that's competition. That's today's sport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, 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 you know, when you, when you feel like you that dude. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. we can't, we can't criticize this kid for feeling, for embracing that he's great. It, I mean, there's other guys that did it too. Michael Jordan. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Jordan did things and talked more junk than a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Larry oh, the, Bird. The, yeah, I was about you to say the I mean? biggest shit talker the, of all time was Larry Bird. Larry yeah. Bird. And nobody knew it because he didn't talk it off the court. He talked it on the court. On the court. Oh, he right. kind of talked it off the court. He's just, he's not interesting on, like, just in interviews, he's not interesting. He's goofy looking. He's just, nah, he's just not very flashy, yeah, you know. So. All in all, I'm just saying that, you know, that, that, that part of the game shouldn't mm. be shunned. Because that's what great players do. That's what great players do. Um, And, you know, talking about that game, just all the people that uh, Coach Prime, that that I had a friend of mine call me, one uh, a girl I used to date, you know, we're still great friends. And she said, hey, Mike, uh, how can and where can I get a, a Colorado hat? I said, a what? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm tripping. I said, you want you want a hat from the Colorado Buffaloes? Col- How you say it? Colorado? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't mess with me. And because, uh, you know, I'm older than y'all and I lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, yeah. I say, oh, so you don't, you like Coach Prime and, and the Buffaloes? Oh, yeah, man. I, I just love the enthusiasm. Of that. So I told her where to get a hat, and is she, she cute? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. she can come to my house. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, boy, come <laughs> that, on. That, 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 that's, that's how I roll. <laughs> she, she can come to my house and get one then. I got actually. I got something that'll fit her. But ain't she married? But yeah, I'm just playing. Okay. But that, but that's the thing that that tells you what kind of uh, what what Coach Prime and, and those guys are yeah. brought to to the arena, man. You yeah. might. I'm a Colorado fan right now. I mean, honestly, how you many feel people me? would watch an Oregon game? No. <laughs> you, you know. How many people East, watch a Colorado game? I mean, well, right. actually, now, a lot of people are. No, I'm talking I'm saying, about before. East of, east of, let's say, Arizona, how many people would watch an Oregon game? There was all sorts of attention on it. They're lucky to have, you know, and I hate to say, you know, say all this with all sorts of hubris in my voice, but. They're lucky to have all of this hype, and they, a lot of these uh, other teams they they were starting to ride that hype out. Well, look how Even, much money he bring, they they right. bringing in, yeah, per yeah. week. They're gonna be there. Uh, let's see, ESPN or uh, one of them gonna be there again this week. Fox, I think. Fox was there this morning. Okay, and they did uh, the undisputed Skip Bayless show. Yeah, right there with Dion. Yeah, there Baldwin. you go. So, but Todd, uh, I, give me your thoughts on that. Well, I, I think. Um, I, I read an article where they try to deem Colorado's America's new black team. Yeah. But it's America's team. Yeah. It ain't just the America's black team. It ain't enough black folks in Boulder. To that's to be that's that. exactly but right. Let me say, <laughs> but the tension, the hype, the hate, that's 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 what 
America's team get. That's what Dallas get. That's right. That's what the Lakers get. You know, if you it, those teams in the in the New York area, they get that same that love and hate. That polarity. Yeah, they yeah. get that same love and hate, and that's what Colorado's getting. So we're gonna deem today Colorado's NCAA America's team. Yeah, the next great team. HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is accurate. <laughs> so, so, so you know, I'm I'm happy about all that, and yeah, yeah. hopefully we can get a uh, they can get a win or stay competitive against USC. Gonna be another tough game, and that's okay. Yeah, because Coach Prime say I'm I'm coming, and uh, the only way you're gonna keep coming is to keep growing. That's right, and that's what you got to do. So uh, our next guy. Uh, I'm next, next guy. Team. <laughs> Our next team, uh, we're gonna talk about them Georgia Bulldogs, and I know we got a lot of Georgia Bulldog fans out there. They got Auburn this week, and uh, I got a friend of mine. He's worried, Todd. I'm worried. I'm a friend of yours, and I'm worried too. <laughs> <laughs> why, tell, tell us why you worried. I just we we haven't played great on defense. Um, too many average teams have put up. Uh, three, four touchdowns against us. Um, and we still haven't figured out this quarterback situation. Auburn isn't no pushover. I know they're coming off a loss from Texas and A&M, but I feel like they're going they coming out to have something to prove. Um, and they're going to give us their all. And I don't know what their all is. I don't know what the, what their height is as far as uh, how the how high they can play um, as far as their capability. But I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous because if we have a, a game, a down game, they could easily not easily, but they they will make it competitive, and we don't want we don't want to go down to the wire with these quarterbacks that we have right now. Um, we, we can't do no shootouts with with these guys. So um, I say Georgia stick to the script. We go back to the old ways, play good defense, run the ball, and let's get out of Auburn with a W. Um, anything less than that, I'm worried. Well, do you think that people are worried about – and I'm going to say the defense is good, but it's not as great as it was last year. Do you – and I want to ask you, do you think that people are worried about, number one, Mike Bobo, and number two, Carson Beck as a team because you you don't have the continuity that you had when Stetson Bennett and the other guy was there? Um. Yes, yes, I, I feel like that's that's part of it. Um, but I mean, other programs go through the same thing, and they've gotten around it—the ebb and um, flow of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just got to get through it and figure it out. Um, but we haven't looked good in the process of do, of doing that during that transition. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's I know that's part of it. But I wish we could have had Stetson <laughs> one more year. But he he out here getting. Well, Stetson been dragging that Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah, I mean, Dex boy. I mean, (laughs) I mean, and if everybody didn't know, and I'm not trying to throw shade, but I am. I will. I don't care. That's that's the reason why uh, Stetson's not in the Rams camp right now because I think he got a little drinking problem. I think he's going to be out of the league, so I can't. I don't know. They'll they'll try to get him all the help he can have because they want him. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they want him. It don't. It don't matter. He's gonna get a statue at UGA. Yeah, he gonna he gonna yeah, get all of that. He'll be able so. to go there and not pay for a meal for the rest of his life. That's it. He, you know it, what I mean? He's taking care of. He yeah. just gotta stay sober. Yeah, yeah. Go to Athens so. and be the man. So. <laughs> well, according to the chat, 
the potato spud herself is saying that Todd is a is a good a great addition to the couch. Oh, great I appreciate job. that. Appreciate that. All right, potato spud. All I, right. I think she's lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh Anyway, uh, I, I thought you was going to tune in now, Potato Spud. Thanks for tuning in. You, you know, you always make our ratings go up. <laughs> always. So, uh, but uh, moving on to Georgia Tech, Dick, uh, give me some insight on them. What 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 we got to look forward to with Georgia Tech? Um, they've had, like, a lot of intelligent plays. They've gotten good momentum going on. They had a great start against Wake Forest. Um, the good thing about them is there isn't – high expectations for them as a team so with this brand new coach you know he can kind of manage them get his recruiting class in but so far they they won the games they're supposed to win and they've you know unfortunately lost the games that they were expected to lose but so they're still ahead as far as their growth and expectations but i don't know man i it's hard watching a team like that because there is a lot of attention on teams like the Falcons in Georgia and the Bulldogs in Georgia. And so it's it's harder for, you know, a really good team. Well, they're not that great, but it's harder for a school like that to get the attention that they need. And I think, you know, Georgia Tech being a school of such high caliber education, that's part of one of the things that slows them down is people go to that school for the education, not necessarily for the football. But I say, why not both? So well, well, Notre, Notre Dame yeah. does both. I think y'all can do both. They well. do football. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> man, man, don't, don't ask that. Yeah. Don't don't ask him then, uh, uh, Todd, because he he. I told you, he won't leave that Pappy Van Winkle. On. Mean, you know, that's a twenty five thousand dollar liquor bottle, bro. I'm half and a, he tearing it up. I'm half a case down <laughs> of haterade right now. I uh, yes, I I hate to see you know Georgia Tech lose as much as they do and it's 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 always nice to see them win something so well Todd, let me ask you georgia tech the way you get people in the downtown district and talking about georgia tech is what they got to do what Todd? they got to win <laughs> they got to win so once you start winning winning takes care of it all don't it? i agree but attraction will help too so you know maybe um, you say they got a new coach? Yeah, yeah, they got a new coach. Yeah, Bridgey. Okay, yeah. Um, but getting some some guys in there from the inner city, I I feel like they don't recruit hard enough in Georgia, right? Or at least in that Atlanta area, um, certain guys is just gonna draw a crowd just because they they've been in the city long enough and they every Friday they've packed out their home right. their hometown field. So um, that's something maybe they should focus on is grabbing some of those guys and then you know. You get a Georgia Tech degree, and you can pretty much do anything you, you want to do. You can do it any kind of way you want to do it, can't you? Zero question about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like that's the number one return on uh, investment as far yeah. as education is concerned. But, and, and see, when you go back there uh, yeah. to get some of those guys that Todd is talking about, you know, there may be a few hardships. Yeah, and and so you got to find a way to get those guys in, whatever they got to do to get them in, but. Don't cheat, but you got to get some some pure athletes in there that can make the grade. But this is make the grades, but also understand the opportunity that they're getting to go to Georgia Tech. Yeah, what that degree means. Oh my! But goodness. the NIL money, you you yeah, need to have that. You can have a two to twenty four hours a day, can't you? Oh, man, right, it's yeah. it's so much money in Atlanta, Georgia that Georgia Tech can. I know 
Georgia's right there in Athens, but in the city of Atlanta, it's enough money to bring in a couple five stars a year. No doubt. You know what I mean? No doubt. And they can be compensated for their talent. You just got to find the right business. And I think, you know, that's that's that part of recruiting is something a lot of college football programs have not tapped into yet. I know Dion has. Yeah. Because he's always talking about the NIL. But that part, the other schools have to figure out. Um, so yeah. see, but why why would they, you know, recruit locally? Because most of the fans locally are going to be Georgia fans. So and then let's be honest, the education in Georgia isn't like that cracking to where we're gonna produce the kind of caliber. What? Uh, yeah, come on. What Georgia is Georgia's is ranked pretty low on what public is he, education. What is he talking about? I'm talking about public education, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying they gotta they gotta go to uh, uh gotta come from there, but you have heard of Pace Academy? Yeah. All right. That's, that's no, I ain't never heard of Pace Academy. <laughs> Pace Academy is one of the top uh, private schools around. Well, that's I had right. a, I had what, a what Academy. What, school, what so. Academy? No, see, I, see, you're not even from here. You trying to talk yeah. about stuff you don't know nothing about, bro. Here's what I do know. I know when it comes to ranking public education in the South, it's incredibly low. I think if we start putting more money towards those things. You'll start getting players. That's okay, it's all, it's always you know? been low though. For since I was in school, you know, we were like 49, 50th, but I'm still one of the smartest people, you know. So and uh, and he came from, you know. Uh, I, I wish this podcast could see the look on my face when he said hey, that. Hey, and you know, Cartersville High School is one of the uh, top schools around. Charter school, all that, all the bells and whistles. Am I correct, Tom? That's right. All the bells That's and right. whistles, bro. Okay, one school. One school, oh, so, man. Now Woodland, Woodland's uh, not bad. I mean, they they for, for the most part, Bartow County schools are pretty solid. They've improved. I know the inner city schools are. Mm-hmm. I got a headache. They're, 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 city they're schools tough. are on point. Though. I got a headache. All I'm saying, uh, I got a headache. Oh my god! What <laughs> what what are the what what are uh the Colorado schools right? Well, shit, Colorado's at least were within the top twenty of. Public school education. In okay, the well, you gonna have to get us some fact on that. Yeah, I don't want to have no. Let's least. not make this an education. Yeah, get podcast, us a, get us a fact on that. I got you. But dude. look, I'm fixing to talk about a, a very high quality institution, and uh, that's Notre Dame, and uh, very you know, much like Georgia Tech, uh, you you know, you gotta have that. Got to have that IQ to get in this there. This is true. Notre Dame is a very good very, very school. You know, and so we're going to talk about the game last week. And, um, you know, I was so disappointed in the loss, you know, because I think we made some coaching errors. Uh, and I'm just going to tell everybody, Marcus Freeman has to win those big games against yeah. the Ohio State's. And Alabama's us. Marcus Freeman ain't gonna have a job. That's just that's just facts. That's just facts. And he had a perfect opportunity to beat Ohio State, and we blew it. And I'm gonna give you three reasons. Uh-oh. We drive the football down the field, we take the lead, and we score a touchdown. Just we're just running on. Yeah. Okay. We get to seconds left in the game, they drive back up the field. You remember last week, I told you, mm-hmm. our defense has been a history of giving up big plays at crunch time. The, and that's in, exactly what we did last week. In opportune times. Yes. And so we get down there on the goal line, and we got 10 players on the field. 
twice. <laughs> I thought how you said the education was good in Notre Dame. Twice. Y'all can't count. How, how does that happen? Somebody got to be counting. Some coach got to know something. Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, we have 10 players on the field twice, and nobody catches that, and we lose the game with no time on the clock. You cannot have that. Those are mental and coaching mistakes. Somebody on the – I don't know if we didn't have any more timeouts left or what. Some, and then on the right side of the line, where they ran to their left, we had two, two people over there, two players over there to defend four players and a running back. Yeah, you can't have that, Todd. No, your thoughts. Um, I I like Freeman, and you guys look very good in those early games. And I know you didn't play nobody. Um, and I'm still thanking y'all for the donation to Tennessee State, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but. It was a lot of errors that game, and, he, and I know when he went to the locker room, he had to put it on himself. Yeah, and, and to, that's what to you lose do. such a close game. Um, all in all, I don't feel bad about Notre Dame. I think that you guys have the quarterback. I think you got have the the backfield and the talent on defense to be successful this year. It's just putting it all together, and I I think he hadn't seen that type of talent. Yet this it's season, been a, it's been a minute. Whereas um, I'm pretty sure Ohio State had played some stiffer competition, so they yeah. they was a little bit more um, prepared. ready, prepared to go down down to the wire with you all. But I, I just say stick, stay, stay the course because um, the talent is there, um, yeah. and I still think y'all can be a playoff team. So uh, okay, regarding your uh, your ten count twice. Uh, Notre Dame is ranked fifth in accounting schools. I just want to put that out there. Okay. Okay. Fifth. Uh, all right. All right. I don't think that's too bad. Do you? I think that's actually really great. That's, I'm just a little really pointed that they can't count to 11 twice. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> well, again, <laughs> I mean, point taken, but. Nothing I, but salt on these wounds, bro. <laughs> Nothing but salt. But, but you know, again, in order for us to be who we should be, we've, we've got to correct those issues. And uh, when you have a chance to put a team away, you must put them away. Yeah. You can't. And I, I, like I was telling Dick last year, I mean, last week that there's been times we've had a one or two touchdown lead. This was when Brian Kelly was there and I still see remnants of this. And then we scored that second touchdown. Boom. We got the momentum going our way. Then once we kick the ball off, the other team, comes up the field, makes a big play, and they score a touchdown, they right back in it. Yeah. You, you can't have that. And if you look at LSU, <laughs> under Brian Kelly, <laughs> they do the exact same thing. That is that man's M.O. Yeah. And 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 so I hope hopefully we can shake that. Hopefully we can shake that. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm still optimistic about it. I think we're going to be fine, but we got to – you got to win games. Yeah. It's zero. Question about it. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Hey, we're going to move on to them Atlanta Falcons when we come back. Hey, any questions, anything you want to ask us? If you want to just go online and say, hey, please do that. And uh, when we get back, Todd, I'm going to ask you and Dak about them Atlanta Falcons. Let's do it. Back in a minute. Back in a minute. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, Call Cole Law at The Law Firm at 
1-800-273-0000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole except a deserved settlement. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potatoes Porch Report. Graduation is upon us and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. All right, we are back on the Cash Potato Sports Report, trying to get into the uh, third segment or uh, half or whatever you want to call it. We riding that bull. And uh, <laughs> so I want to give a big shout out to IDOC uh, and Smoke on tuning in and Miss Melissa tuning in. And uh, I know, Dick, you want to give a shout out to IDOC and his show, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, on every Saturday morning, I listen to um, Smoke, and he has a show, The Toilet Bowl Club, and it's a great show. Those guys are really funny, and they got a lot of inside jokes, and you can tell it's all fam up there. So Yeah, I like that. The Toilet Bowl Club. I like that. Yeah, so uh, tune into them. I don't even – I think they open up at 8, 8 a.m. Eastern, yeah. but I don't get there until like 8.15, 8.30 because, yeah. I don't know, I wake up like a normal person on a Saturday. But um, but yeah, it's a real good time. Please listen to this show. Check them out. Um, yeah, have a good time, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna try to uh, if I can get up early like that on a Saturday morning, uh, uh, smoke. I'm gonna try to listen to, and we're gonna try to get everybody to listen to your show, bro. So yeah. thanks for helping us out, man. I, we we love having you every week. Man, it's all community, man. That's what uh, it's yeah. all about. And Miss Melissa, the uh, potato spud. We appreciate you tuning in. I'm sure. Todd loved that little peck you gave him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, you don't have to lie to be his friend. Like, he needs as many friends as he can get. You don't have to do nothing special for him. So. What, what's that the kids say? You don't have to. You don't have to. A lot of kicking. A lot of kicking, a lot of cheating, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, our Atlanta Falcons, we lose a tough game last week against the Detroit Lions. Uh, we really never could get it going. We we a running team and we come out passing. I'm still trying to understand what the what the logic was there. before we get too far into this let me pose this question to you do you think atlanta lost or detroit won i think it detroit won yeah i think detroit is really kind of showing are, up this season they are a good you. team because yeah. they beat the packers last night like the packers stole their grandmama's pocketbook yeah yeah it was definitely but they focus on their identity which is their run first team yeah atlanta we are a run first team while we are under desmond ritter and that's just the facts of it. And we came out passing. Well, I mean, <laughs> we came out passing. I don't think I don't. I don't even fault Desmond Ritter for this. A, a lot we're, of people have been calling for it, no. like his removal. Like, come on, dude. Just it's one bad game. Like, well, on, I'm man. not gonna call for his removal. Um, but I mean, he was 21 for 38. Um, pretty much playing the short game all game. Um, uh, no picks, no touchdowns. I mean. 
we got to produce offense somewhere. And that would have been through the running game. Uh, but John Robinson only touched the ball 10 times. Uh, Tyler Algier only touched the ball seven. So Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I, I, I don't even know where we're going. I mean, it's been so bad. And Todd, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I want to throw this in there. Uh, it's been so bad with Kyle Pitts that that was a, a thing come out that the Dallas Cowboys wanted to trade for him. And there was another team that wanted to trade for him. Of course, we hung up the telephone because, yes. you know, you can't even entertain that crap. Nah. Of course they want him because they know what he is and we can't get him the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's the real tragedy of it all. What's up, Todd? No, I, I was just saying we need to – this week, let's go to to London, I believe. We're yeah, in London. London. Jack, yeah, Jacksonville Jaguar. And run the ball. Uh, but John only touching the ball with 10 carries, 7 – but Tyler, that's that's unacceptable. That, that, that's unacceptable. Now, I, I that's the right word. If you're gonna split them, fifteen apiece. Right. All right. But we need to be carrying the ball at least thirty times a game. That's something Detroit does. That's right. Yeah, every game they touch the ball, they running backs touch the ball thirty times a game. I think that's something we should aim for because we're in a similar situation. And I think our talent is better at the position. Right. So. And that and that's gonna open up your play action. That's right. And and that's gonna give them Desmond Ritter a better chance to throw the football, but we got offensive line woes too, guys. Yeah. And and he can't throw the ball if when he take three steps, they on it. Yeah, I'm I mean, just gonna add to what Todd said. Yeah, they need to touch more balls than a priest. They um <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I said it. I said it. They they do need to run more. They need to balance out the offense a lot more. Um you got it. I do like going with a, a lot of the short throws, a lot of the short runs, things like that. It, just kind of keeping things compact. That way you make a lot of minimal mistakes. Mm-hmm. But you can't really do that unless your offense, your offensive line is protecting you. Right. That's right. We need to – and this is something that a lot of teams aren't good at, but we need to try to perfect the long drive. Yes. All right. So, you know, those 10, 15 plays, 20-play drives, but we don't – Water defense down, and right, you know, we getting to the goal line situations where we can use Kyle and uh, Bajan, whoever, and we got to make a conscious effort to get them the ball, throw it up there, and let Kyle Pitts go up there and get it. He's what is he, six, eight, six, seven, something like that, something like that. Throw it up there and let him get it, put it on the top shelf. Oh, also, uh, I want to give a shout out to our defense. Our defense played well that game, JB3. You can't keep asking your defense. To stop a team when you're not scoring, that's right. You just you you just can't. Our defense played well. Jesse Bates Jesse had Bates. another pick. I mean, you 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 just can't. So yeah. you got to help them guys. And I'm sure that uh, Grady Jarrett was taking on double teams all day long. Yeah, yeah, and no and and it. getting through. So you know, you come on, guys. I'm, we're tired of this, ain't we? Tired. I'm tired of. I mean, I'm come tired. on, man. I've been going through this since 1966. <laughs> Bro, I I know I I, I bought so much stock in Rolades just for you, man. Just for you. Bro. Well, the games they're gonna uh, be uh, in London on Sunday. Matter of fact, they're already there working out. Yep. Uh, that game's gonna be on ESPN Plus, but also I just got word that that game's gonna be on Channel Two, so that so that we can watch it. Okay, Thank awesome. you, Channel Two. Right. Awesome. <laughs> like regular TV? Yes. That's a thing. What? I've never, man, I can't remember the last time I've watched regular TV. He's been drinking that. No, I'm dead serious. Chasing it with with Jack Daniels. I'm dead serious. So anyway, that game's going to be on channel two. And I'm so happy about that because 
I don't have uh, ESPN Plus. I got all the other ESPNs, but I ain't got that. I think you right. got to stream that. I went upstairs to my streaming TV to see if I could watch it on there. I go, I pull up ESPN Plus, and you got to pay for it. I know. Yeah. I've been complaining about that since this podcast yeah, started. God it's a barrier to entry that I did not grow up with. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, yeah, that. So uh, let's let's root our Falcons on. I'm gonna put my jersey on, root for them in, in my living room, and 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 try to get us a win. That yeah, uh, just to add, uh, Smoke said that Todd, you are making sense. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't second that, but all I'm saying is that he, he said you made sense. So I'll pass that along. <laughs> I appreciate got that smoke. Uh, one more shout out, yeah, because we are going against the the Carsville kid himself, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so yeah, best of luck, Trevor. But I don't want you to win. Yes, week. that's exactly <laughs> right. Best of luck, Trevor. I don't want you to win. You can win all the rest of them, but not this one. Also, I uh, want to give uh, not the best of luck to Calvin. Really, I think you're a traitor. I think you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you uh, played the. Uh, the uh, I got some mental problem games, so you wouldn't have to uh, play for the Atlanta Falcons anymore. I think that uh, Julio Jones got in your head, and uh, Julio left left Atlanta as an enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't play the last nine games of his career there, but yet he he we the problem, and we paid him. So I don't want to hear no more about that. Matter of fact, when they pop you, Calvin, I hope you don't get to come back in the game no more. Did, so did I you, just wanted to throw that out there. Did you did you love that team? Who? You. Did yeah. I love the team? Did you love that team? The Falcon team? That Falcon team. Did you love them? I liked them a lot. Well, you sounded like a jilted lover. There. I will. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. that. I mean, I ride or die with them. This- but and Calvin Ridley uh, punked us, didn't he, Todd? He punked up. Wasn't nothing wrong with it. He ain't got no mental problems now. And that reminds me, this uh, this section is currently being sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to shoot up to Denver. Dak, uh, oh, I know you are familiar with the Denver Broncos, and he walks out. <laughs> Come back. Hey, guys, uh, the Denver Broncos get blowed out by the Miami Dolphins 70 to 20. First time 70 points have been scored in an NFL game since how long, Dick? I didn't look it up. A very long time. When I was in that psychological hole, they don't let you have let you have clocks, so I don't know how long that was. <laughs> Todd, give me your thoughts on that game. Uh, this was Mike McDaniel's revenge game for Denver not even considering him as a head coach, and he's from Aurora, Colorado. And he was the yes. ball boy for the and, Broncos. And he was the ball boy for the Broncos. He's from and, – oh, my God. I and no y'all idea. didn't give him a chance. Yes, right. Didn't y'all even, got didn't Sean call Payton, And he got the most explosive <laughs> players in the NFL, and you think he wasn't going to run it up. And, and then, top test this up. Could have kicked a field goal and made it 73, but he didn't. That's more of an insult than kicking it. Yeah, yeah, like they were done. You know what the you know the the really funny part is uh the defensive coordinator for the Broncos, Vance Joseph. Yeah. Third string to Cordell Stewart and Darian Hagan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he I went mean, to Colorado. Yeah, well, you know, but Vance Joseph has been a good DC, he, but that not game he that was. day. They basically <laughs> They they had his number. They called him. They doxed him on his plays. It was 
It was, yeah. It was Dick, a lot. Dick, your thoughts on that game, bro? Um, I I can't because HIPAA laws prevent me from talking about this anymore. <laughs> it just drove me absolutely uh, nuts. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna name my hemorrhoids after Vance Joseph. Oh so my god! All right, let's move on to the Lions and Packers. Yes, uh, let's please. Last night, uh, the Lions, like Todd, you stated before, they are a very good team. Yep. They beat our Falcons. They beat the Packers last night. Uh, like, hey, I'm here. I remember when um. Their coach, uh, what's his name? Dan, um, uh, I forget his last name anyway. <laughs> Dan. Uh, he said at his press conference, he said, yeah, we're going to get rid of some bite to bite some knees, you know, crack some ankles. We, I mean, he old school, but yeah. that line, this boy doing it right now. Yeah, they is. are a very good team. Jerry Goff playing out of his mind. He is. And, um, Shout out to Jordan Love for trying to bring his team back last night. He just couldn't, he couldn't get over the hump. But my guy from last night is David Montgomery. Yeah, thirty-two carries, one hundred twenty-one yards, three touchdowns. Now that's what you want from a back. That's what and he want. didn't do that last week. It was Gibbs last week. Um, but you, like I said, man, they they running the ball, they taking turns, and they making it easier on Jared Goff, who only had to throw the ball twenty-eight times. So. Right, so you know, hey, look out for the lines. Uh, lines probably gonna win that central. Yeah, Dan Campbell like that. Yeah. Dan Campbell, I, yeah, I said Dan it Campbell's, while ago. Yeah, Dan Campbell's got him fired up. And they are playing in the image of Dan Campbell because he played uh, football. He, matter of fact, played for the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Campbell is a uh, old school throwback. Let's give me everything you got type of coach, and they they've taken on his identity. Yeah, they have. They have. So and kudos to the Lions. Play it up, and they know who they got at quarterback. So they, they <laughs> yeah, they, they know who they. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Hey, we're gonna move on to some Major League Baseball. We're gonna talk about our Atlanta Braves sweeping the Cubs this week. Dansby uh, Swanson comes home to a rude awakening. I, I, I'm a Dansby fan. Uh, I think he's a class guy. A uh, hell of a baseball player, but uh, Braves gave him a little bit of what for, Todd? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Ronald Acuna gets the 40 70. Man. I mean, come on, somebody. MVP. It's over. What did he say? It's, it's over. I said it. He is the club. He is the 40 70 club. Yes. Anybody else want to join? Y'all, y'all need to start next year. I don't want to yeah, hear no more talk in. about Mookie Betts. Can't get in. I don't want to hear no more talk about Mookie Bass. Mookie, you're a class guy, and I know you've been, you know, being cool with it. I don't want to hear no more about you. Just, you know, I don't want to hear no more about Mookie. Uh, and then um, our first baseman, uh, Matt Olson, hits his 54th homer last night, got 136 RBIs, Matt another Young. Braves record, and uh, would be in the running for the MVP if it weren't for Ronald Acuna. That's right. I mean, just yeah. it's just incredible. We're playing good ball, but I gotta worry, Todd. About what? When we get to the playoffs. Matter of fact, we got home <laughs> field advantage yeah, for all of the playoffs yeah. because we won last night. Our pitching worries me. Our pitch Max Free is hurt. Charlie Martin is hurt. Uh Charlie's gonna miss the whole N NLDS. Max, hopefully. He will pitch, but hopefully his finger don't get bad. Uh, we've got Elder and we've got Spencer Strider. You don't know how Elder going to take 
the pressure. He's this is his first time going the whole year. You don't know how he's gonna handle that. We got pitching words. Our bullpen, Lord knows I have to take Rolades and and Jack <laughs> Daniels every time uh Iglesias comes out there to close the game. Yeah. I'm worried about our pitching. Y'all, y'all talk to me. I do believe in Strider. Um I I truly believe on the hitting side, we're so talented that we apply pressure on other batters. Um, so, I mean, it's all about if our pitchers can maintain. They don't have to be superstars. They don't have to be anything special because we got that on the other side. Yeah, they got to get it across. But it's got to be on. It's, yeah. it's got to be on. When you get to the playoffs, it's got to be on. And also, day before you come in, yeah. when you get every pitch, every at-bat means something. I want to see these boys running them out. I don't want to see, uh, you you know, even Ronald. He'll hit a ground ball short and he'll jog up the line. I understand it. This is the time when you got to run everything out. All the rest of them do the same thing because the, I'm sure the coaches done told him, look, you know, don't dog, don't, you know, dog it a little bit because we don't want you. We, we got a long season. Okay, I get that. Yeah. But in the playoffs, yeah. If somebody bobble the ball, you better be getting up that line. Yeah, you better make it close. And, and because everything means something in the playoffs. You ain't if you lose that series, you done. Yeah, that's it. We don't want 104 games, 103 games. You know, you don't want to win 103 games and go home early. No, no, so, it just it, that would be the biggest letdown. Yes. So yeah. we we got to play, and I want to see Snicker let. Our pitchers, if our starting pitcher is pitching good, I don't care if he got 115 pitches. You ride that horse. I don't know, man. Yes. This is the end of the end of the season. I don't know if I want to wear anybody out no. through a full game. What? Yeah, you heard it. You no, heard it. you wrong. Well, we you wrong. Three, we got three games left. Yeah. 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 And I'm not riding them out these last three. Nah, man. I'm no, saying, no, I, I ain't talking about here. Playoffs I'm, talking, forward, I'm yes. talking about in the playoffs. In the playoffs? That's, yes. You ride your starter. That's why you paying him $20 million for the playoffs. If he can pitch a complete game, you let him pitch a complete game. Because what, what happens a lot? He's pitched 95 pitches. Uh. You take him out in the in the sixth inning. They ain't been able to figure him out. You bring in a reliever, they slapping the damn ball all over the place. Melissa you, agrees with you. Yeah, you got you got to ride that pitch. You paying him $20 million for that's what you're paying him for. That's right. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a long season, and there is a such thing as wear and tear. No, uh, Dad, and not in the yeah, playoffs. Not in the playoffs, baby. <laughs> that's the risk you take. That's the, the risk you take. That's why I paid Charlie Morton twenty million dollars. Charlie Morton. That's why I pay him. That's right. You <laughs> in the you in the south? <laughs> Talk to me, Todd. That's why I pay Max Freed all that money. That's in. right. That's right. Because that's right. in the playoff is where it counts. That's why I'm saying I I don't too much mind run on them going up the line. You hit at the third base and you're dogging it a little bit, okay? But in the playoffs, your ass better be running. Well, yeah, that's what you hope for. But I, I hope I'm the manager. <laughs> you my player, Dexter. If you don't run that next ball out, you gonna sit over here with me. I don't care how much money you make. All right, hey man, bruh, hey, I, I I want them to win too. Talk to me, Todd. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's playoff time. Uh, these last three games, I don't care about. I, 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 I would really rest our guys, and let's and let's get our mind right and 
get ready to play these these playoff games. But well, I, I agree that you know I'll play them half the game. I'm not gonna rest them totally because we done been there before. Okay. Well, we rested them and then we did we played like we pick right. Up. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. let them play six innings, maybe see how the game goes. Then I might pull one. Okay. And then the next game I might pull another one. You know, but they gonna I want to keep them engaged. And what we're about to do, because we're gonna have a week off, brother. They're gonna get all the rest they need in that true, week. True, yeah, true, zero question so. about it. Um, but don't forget to mention Marcel Lazuna. Oh, that nice one. Oh, oh. and Ozzy Albies. The yeah. big bear. Um, yeah. yeah, Ozzy with the big hit last night. Yeah, man. To to drive Ronald in. We we snatched it. The big bear been hitting over 300 since the all-star break. Man. Come on, somebody. He trying to stay in town. This boy was batting yeah. 079. He trying to stay in, in town. In April. Yeah. D- did you hear what I said? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. A 0.79. That zero. In zero April. And they was trying to get rid of him. We was all calling for him. You know, D, you know, uh, Deactivate him. Do what you know. DFA him. All that. And I tell you, without Marcel, I don't know where we'd be. This boy been clicking. Yeah. He hit that home run in the ninth inning the other night to tie the game up. Yeah. So come on, somebody. Give you right, Dick. Give Marcel his love, yeah, man. Yeah, we gotta give him his love. Yeah. Oh. So um. Anyway, guys, uh, the Braves come on tonight. It, it, they'll be on in about twenty minutes. I'm going to watch them and be cheering. And uh, I want I want to sweep the. Uh, nationals too. I, you know, I I, I want to win all time. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna tell you, I want to win all time. So anyway, uh, uh, catch the Braves. Hopefully, we can get there, and then we're gonna have a week off because we got to buy because we got the best racket in the major leagues. So that's why we get that buy, yeah. and and it, we got the home field advantage. If we go all the way to the MLCS, we got home field advantage because we got the best racket. Bro, they need to. Get those uh get those orange slices going. That way they stay fresh for those games. By the way, the NLDS uh-huh. and the NLCS tickets are already sold out. Oh yeah, I could have told you that. Well, I'm just I'm just telling everybody that. So basically, you're making an excuse as to why you didn't buy me none. Well, let me <laughs> let me let me let me tell you something that you don't look like something. Say what your chest that. You don't look like that female that I know that I buy that ticket <laughs> I for. <laughs> Did you hear me? You're, you're right. I don't you, have you, a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look nothing like it. All right, guys, let's wind it down with uh, soccer. Uh, Inter Miami loses again. I think they've lost the last two contests. Messi hadn't been playing. I guess they're trying to rest. Dick, I know that's your expertise, so uh, enlighten us on that. Uh, honestly, what it is is they they – they don't really need to play him. And I'm sorry, he's had some muscle soreness lately, but they're not going to be in the playoffs. It's just not going to happen. Mathematically, they're basically eliminated. So what's the point of, you know, risking an injury and everything to him? Next year, though, they are going to be dangerous. Um, they've also made a, a, another recent addition to the team. They're bringing in Zinedine Zidane to be uh, the club president. And he's going to start bringing in really good players. That team is going to be dangerous next year. All right. Todd, you got anything on it? Uh, not on soccer. Not on soccer. <laughs> not on soccer. <laughs> At least Todd on it. All right. I want to mention a trade that was in the NBA before we get out of here. Damon Lillard, Lillard out of uh, Oregon. Dame. 
Portland, the Portland Trailblazers is traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Todd, I know that's your specialty right there. Yes, it is. So, um, big trade. I know Dame did not want to go to Milwaukee initially, but um, I think it's gonna work out in his favor. Um, if this to me has remnants of the Bucks getting Oscar Robinson when they had Kareem. Um, so we all we all know they won one championship together. I don't think that this team, them together, is two, three, four championships. But I think they'll get one, and um, that'll push uh, that'll push Giannis into a, a different realm historically, and Dame also with him uh, gathering of his first championship. Um, and I may be wrong, but I, I just think they're gonna get one, uh, especially with Dame being thirty three. Um, I think Giannis like twenty seven. Right, yeah, so, right. He's young. You know, and then and it won't be this year. I think this is a uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James year. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, know. <laughs> I don't. I, I know Denver lost a lot, so they lost some role players um, that helped them tremendously in the playoffs last year. Um, and you know, I'm a little biased when it comes to Brian. Yeah. But all in all, great trade for Milwaukee. Uh, also a great trade for Portland, who's rebuilding. And now can build around uh, Scoot Henderson, who is the truth. Yeah. He's the truth and, and the absolute truth. So the future's bright over there. I think they're going to get rid of Drew Holiday here soon. Right. they moving um, him. Yeah. And Phoenix got got rid of uh, Aiton, which was, you know, yeah, he man. was a he was a thorn in their side at this point. He was. Um, and they got some pretty decent players back. So, um, yeah, a great trade for, for all teams. The, the NBA is going to be very interesting this year. Um, I, can, I can't wait. I can't wait. And, uh, Drew, not to take nothing away from Drew Holiday, he's a hell of a player, one of the best two-way players in the game. But uh, to go to Portland, they're rebuilding, so they're probably going to move him to get some more assets. He's he's trying to get to Miami or L.A. right now. Right. Um, those are the two teams, the Lakers. Those are the two teams he's looking at. Um, Cause he's in a win now mode, which I get. Cause he's older as well. Yeah, yeah. So hey, uh, that oh, oh, okay, oh are, we, are we doing last words? Yeah, hard right. shots. One more last word uh, to Cass, high school legend Dexter Shaw, who passed away last week. Yes, um, it's a lot of bad boys who could play um, basketball in Bartow County, but Dex by far is top five from what I seen. Well, not what I seen, but what from. The legend of Dex Shaw. Yeah, you've yeah. seen him. Mike. I, I seen him. I didn't I get seen to him. see it, but he, Dexter um, was a good uh, basketball player. But yeah, man. he was uh, and a super guy. Super guy. Super guy. Super guy. Took care of me a lot. Oh uh, yeah, my life. Oh yeah. So I just want to, you know, send send blessings to his family and uh, know that we celebrating the life of Dexter Shaw. Um, this from now on, moving and moving forward because right. he was a great man. Very well said, Todd. I, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, Dex was a funny guy, too. Dex. Hilarious. He was a funny guy, man. He yeah. would have you crack it up. So I, I want to send my sentiments as well. I know the family well. And, uh, uh, you know, Dex, do it your way, baby. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never met the fellow, but from what you guys are saying, I, I wish I did. Super guy. He, yeah. he played two years of high school basketball and scored over 3,000 points. Hush your mouth. I yeah. mean, what? He, he That's how a, bad he was. He was a bad boy. Sure was. <sighs> That's nuts, man. man. All right, uh, Dick, you got an important shot? Um, yeah, just if you guys get a chance, why don't you guys brush up on a little hockey because it's in preseason and 
it's looking like it might be a good year. So we'll, we'll see what's up. Okay, Todd. I like the prayers. I, you know, I'm, I got Nashville roots. Who cares about <laughs> hockey? Don't talk about no hockey. Yo, hockey is. Who cares about hockey? We ain't got hockey in Atlanta no more. We should. Oh, I mean, you know what I meant to tell you also. Guess what? Uh, Trey. Uh, what's his name? Trey. Trey Young. Trey Young bought. He bought a pickleball team. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Bought a pickleball team. Yeah. You better, Why? He I mean, better, he need to buy a house in Atlanta, so we'll know he want to stay here. Nah, I don't hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I get that. All right, my parting shot is uh, I want to thank Melissa. I want to thank Storm. Uh, uh, smoke, smoke, Storm. I want to thank Smoke <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? Oh, IDOC. IDOC. I yeah. want to thank all y'all for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. And again, if you want to uh, say anything, uh, shoot us a text during the show please do that we want to know what you think yeah and if you guys can listen to show uh um smoke show in the morning it's actually from 8 to 9 30 uh eastern time uh that is a toilet bowl club so all right all right, smoke all right guys we are out we will see you next week good night <laughs>